Hi, and welcome to the Soul Rising Podcast. I'm Dana. During your time here, you will step into your soul through enlightened conversations, meditations, and stories about healing. I started my own journey on this path long ago by earning a master's degree in counseling, becoming certified in regression and Reiki, and doing countless hours of work to raise my own vibration. It is my hope that you will see yourself reflected in me and in my guests and find self-awareness or a healing method that will propel you further on your own path. It's my belief that we aren't just healing ourselves. We are also healing all the women who came before us and all who are yet to come. Join me every Tuesday to feel more in touch with the beautiful soul that you are. Welcome to the Busy Girls New Moon Circle. If you aren't familiar with moon circles, I'm going to be getting into what they are in just a minute, but I wanted to tell you how I came up with the idea for this episode. So moon circles are a really popular thing, and they're actually a very ancient practice, and we're going to get into a little bit of the history about it. But they are becoming more and more popular these days. And the problem is that with our COVID pandemic lifestyle, these moon circles aren't as accessible as they once were prior to COVID. And, you know, I was also thinking about just the pressure that we all have on us during our daily lives and adding something every two weeks, like a moon circle, which involves, you know, or can involve quite a bit of ritual can seem very overwhelming. And so my idea was to create an episode that you could listen to with just your journal and be able to be fully aligned with the phase of the moon that we're in and to be able to tap in and harness that energy without having too much effort. So really, I've done all the work for you in looking at the astrology of things and explaining the the moon cycles and phases to you, and I've built in some intentions and some time to journal and reflect and do some introspection on ourselves. And I've also created a meditation and pulled some cards. So if you want to be more aligned with the moon, but you feel overwhelmed with the idea of creating and following all these rituals that people do no more. All you have to do is listen to this episode and participate with me. So if you aren't familiar with a moon circle, let me just kind of fill you in a little bit. So they typically happen every two weeks, once on the new moon and once on the full moon. And it's really just a way to stay in sync with the rhythms of nature and how they impact all of us on a global scale. And it's also this time carved out of our lives to reflect on our own personal growth and evolution. And that was really the thing that made me fall in love with moon circles. I've been doing them for almost three years now. I've taken a little bit of a break during this pandemic, (laughs) to be honest with you. And this is kind of me getting back into them again. But I love them so much because they really are these markers for us in time to stop and pause and reflect. We are just so busy in this culture and in this time in history, and we are so out of touch with the rhythms of nature. And so following the moon and its cycles and what it can mean for you is such a beautiful way to really stay in sync with your natural biology, the way your body is built, and the way it interacts with nature. 
So every new and full moon is going to be slightly different because they are flavored by the energies of the zodiac. And so I'll get into what that means in just a little bit. But just know that if you're going to practice this every two weeks, it's going to be different each time. It's not like every time the new moon pops up each month, you're doing the exact same thing. It's going to be different based on the zodiac sign that the moon is in. So this month, the new moon actually takes place in Virgo, but that doesn't only affect Virgos. I think that's a really big misconception that if you are kind of looking at the moon circles, that it's only going to affect the people who have their sun sign in that constellation. And that's simply not true. So because this new moon in Virgo is taking place two days following this episode, I wanted to really provide you a way to participate in a new moon circle in the easiest possible way that I could think of. So just make sure that you have your journal out because we are going to be doing some prompts and some intention writing. And I just want to make sure that you have somewhere to record all of this because you're going to want to look back on this in six months or so and see how your intentions ended up playing out. So let's start by talking about what the new moon actually is. So this is a time when both the sun and the moon are on the same side of the earth. And because the side of the moon that is illuminated by the sun is facing away from earth, it appears entirely dark to us. So the ancients lived their lives around the cycles of the moon. During this dark new moon, they couldn't rely on its brightness to hunt or gather or even be in community with one another because it was so dark. They would typically spend that time at home and it was the perfect time to dream about their future or to make plans for what they want to do and what they want to grow. And now in today's society, We obviously can go out any time of day or night. We don't have to rely on the moon for its luminosity, but we have forgotten about these beautiful traditions and practices that tie us more closely to the rhythms of nature. So in just a few minutes, we will spend some time dreaming and making our own plans. But first, I want to tell you about the energies that are at play for this specific new moon. So the sun and the moon are both sitting in the Virgo constellation. So that energy is going to flavor this new moon for us. So the qualities and traits of Virgo are going to show us the areas that we might want to focus on at this time for our greatest growth and healing. Virgo is an earth sign and her symbol is the goddess. So she represents femininity, healing, grounding, being of service to others, and also taking care of our health. She also represents organization and discipline. So this is a really good time to focus your energies on getting yourself organized, cleaning out that closet, making that to-do list. Whatever makes you feel more organized is going to be so helpful during this time. So the energy of a Virgo new moon is also that of manifestation. It's being able to take our dreams and our hopes and to begin to put them in motion. And this goes so nicely with the oracle forecast that I did a few weeks ago for September. And the first card that I pulled was the Yang card, which is really representative of Virgo energy, that forward movement, the making the plans, carrying them out. 
And so if you haven't listened to that episode, I would really encourage you to go back because that will help you understand kind of the overall energies of this entire month. But just giving you a little peek into that episode and helping you to understand Virgo a bit more, it really is aligned with the idea of Yang. I like to imagine Virgo as this feminine warrior energy, someone who is intuitive and strong and is making things happen. But as we know, everything kind of has a shadow side and a light side. And so the lower vibration of Virgo can look like perfectionism. So focusing on the tiny tasks and the tiny details of life and just feeling like it's never good enough. And it can also look like overwhelm. So seeing all those details or having so many ideas come to you and feeling overwhelmed by all of that and not knowing where to start. And so sometimes when you feel that way, you can just shut down. (laughs) You know, it's like there's too much to do, so I'm not going to do any of it. I don't know if you've heard of the phrase analysis paralysis, but that one really rings true here. It's when you're really struggling to turn your brain off because you can't stop thinking and analyzing things. (laughs) So watch out for that this month. Way back in season one, episode 23, I interviewed Ashley Levy, who is the director and creator of the Love and Light School. And she wrote a beautiful book called Cosmic Crystals. And in that book, she really dives into the rituals, meditations, and crystals to use when working with all of the phases of the moon. But I wanted to highlight of the few of the crystals that she recommends using during the new moon in case you happen to have them and you want to pull them out to just kind of help you with the exercises that we are about to get into. So I am basically a novice with crystals. I know the bare minimum about them, but Ashley is a real expert. And so I wanted to pull some of her recommendations to help us with all of this introspection and reflection that we are going to be doing. So one crystal that she really recommends using for the new moon in general, not just the new moon in Virgo, but any new moon at all, is black moonstone. And she says that this is because it can help clear the mind in order to get clarity around what your dreams are. And it also really lessens our attachment to the outcome of our intentions. So we are going to be thinking about the things that we want in our life. And sometimes we can become very attached to them. And we have an idea of the time or the place that they should come to us. And these preconceived ideas are often not the way things actually happen. (laughs) So this stone can really help you to let go of that attachment. And specifically for a Virgo new moon, Ashley suggests using green aventurine, which will help you to lean into that energy of organization, routine, and structure. And this stone will also assist you with having discernment about where to place your focus this month. She also recommends moss agate, which can help you to become centered in your body and to intuit what healing your body actually needs. So if you have those crystals, feel free to pull them out. If you don't have them, that is perfectly fine. I just wanted to make a couple recommendations for the people out there who love their crystals. So I'm going to go ahead and draw a couple cards now just to 
Give us some focus on what's going on during this new moon in Virgo for us. And I'm using the Enchanted Map by Colette Baron-Reed. And this is one of my favorite decks. It's just so beautiful. The artwork is incredible. And the messages are always on point. So I'm going to shuffle off of the recording so that you don't have to hear that. (laughs) And then I'll let you know what we get. Okay, you cannot make this stuff up. The first card that I pulled is Moonlight. How about that? (laughs) I mean, truly, I did not like sift through, through the deck to find this. It truly just popped out on its own. So the Moonlight card shows a fairy standing on a balcony and there's some beautiful ferns and she has these like gossamer wings And the night sky is stretching out in front of her and it's beautiful with stars. And there's a huge super moon right in front of her, this big blue moon. And you can kind of see the face of an owl inside the moon. Now this card was upside down. And so in this deck, Colette gives a different meaning for whether you pull the card right side up or upside down. So this one was reversed. And I'm going to read to you directly from the book so that you can get her entire message. She says, Too much analyzing is getting you nowhere. Stop overthinking things. You may be exhausted from second-guessing yourself all the time and losing your footing. Are you insecure about your ability to make good choices? Step back and regroup and enter into a more trusting relationship with the flow of life. Don't become overly concerned about perceived mistakes. How will you learn to dance if you don't occasionally take a misstep? On the moonlit pathways, you can discover love and truth and wondrous things. There is nothing to fear but fear itself. Go play, have fun, stay open, and trust. Could that be more perfect? I mean, (laughs) I was just talking about analysis paralysis. So pulling this card tells me that my listeners and myself, we really need that message of not overthinking things during this new moon. So keep it really simple. The first thing that pops into your mind is usually your intuition and it's usually correct. So when we go through these journal prompts in just a little bit and we write our intentions, just go with the first thing that comes to you. Try to really practice not overthinking that or overanalyzing. Do I really want that in my life? Is that really what I want? Or is that really how I feel right now? Just call it what it is and let's move on. (laughs) All right. The second card, also unbelievably, I'm serious. Like, I promise you, I did not choose these cards. They came right out of the shuffle. The second card is intention, (laughs) of course. Now, this card was upright, so I'm going to read that meaning to you. Um, But this card shows a field with some beautiful dandelions and some mountains and clouds in the background. And in the foreground is a pedestal. It looks like kind of the Greek architecture type with an egg on top. And on top of the egg is an owl. So this is the second owl. There was an owl in the moon card and there's an owl in this card. And owls really represent our ability to see the truth and tapping into our intuition. You know, owls can turn their heads. I don't even know how many degrees, but like almost 360 degrees around and they can see in the nighttime. 
And so owls really represent for us that ability to see truth through darkness, to be able to see what is hidden from the the light. And they are a perfect animal to go with a new moon because of the darkness that surrounds us during a new moon with no moonlight coming down. So you have to really trust yourself when it's dark, right? You have to trust that you'll be able to see the truth of a situation regardless of any outside circumstances. And so these owls showing up on these cards is really that message to us that we have that power and that ability and we are able to do that and not to doubt ourselves in that. Um, The owl in the second card in this intention card, he also is holding a dandelion in his beak. So I think dandelions kind of represent to me the possibility and, you know, a wish when you pull one of those dandelion weeds as a child and you blow them into the wind and you are supposed to set a wish, that's kind of the energy that we should be tapping into this month and during this full moon. So really think of yourself as a child and try to get back to that childlike fun and play. Okay, those are just my intuitive thoughts on these cards. I just kind of went off on a little tangent there, but I do still want to read to you the message from her guidebook. So Colette says, your objectives will be fulfilled at this time. Inspired intentions are like magic arrows shot into the sky. The universe is bringing you a gift, showing you that you're hitting the mark. Recognize that you're not the one who has to do all the work. However, others can help you co-create reality. You connect to the power of your intention, sending it out into the field, then allow for synchronicity to work its magic. Perhaps the good intentions of others will inspire you to send out beautiful ones of your own. Own the life that you want to lead and live deliberately with clarity and detachment. That's beautiful. I love the detachment part because it kind of speaks to that black moonstone crystal we were just talking about and having not as much attachment to the way that things play out in our lives. We can wish and hope and intend for all kinds of things to happen, but it's really not up to us when they show up in our lives and having that trust is paramount. So now we're going to spend some time reflecting and dreaming and thinking about all the information that I've given you about Virgo and about the moon and setting intentions, all of these things that we've just gone over. And I've come up with three questions that I think will be really helpful to have you align with this energy and go inward. So go ahead and pull out your journal and a pen and feel free to pause this episode as you go. I will build in some time after each um, prompt that I give you to write, but you might need more than that. And if you do, just go ahead and hit pause. Take all the time that you need so that you feel like you have fully gone inside and gotten these answers. So the first prompt is, how do I want to be in service to the world?
Prompt number two, where in my life do I have perfectionistic tendencies? Prompt number three, where in my life do I need healing the most and how can I take care of myself in that area?
Okay, so now that you've answered these questions that will help you align with the energy of Virgo, we can move into writing out our intentions. So some people like to call them wishes or dreams, and honestly, whatever word that you like to use is great. I prefer calling them intentions because to me, this feels like a really powerful word that lets the universe know how I intend to live my life. So I want you to just spend a few minutes with this music playing in the background and dream about the life that you want to live. So what does that look like? How do you want to feel? And don't worry about how it will happen. Just focus on picturing the end result that you want to achieve.
And finally, let's move into a meditation to align with the new moon in Virgo. So go ahead and find a comfortable position, setting your journal and pen down. Keep the energy of those intentions with you right now as you begin to relax and focus on your breath. There's no need to change anything. Just begin to notice the gentle rhythm of your inhale and exhale. In your own time, take three deep breaths, inhaling through the nose and exhaling out of the mouth with a sigh. Release all the tension with each out breath. Take a moment to scan your body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and just notice any tension that you might be holding. Soften your jaw, loosen your shoulders, relax your eyebrows, and just feel your body gently becoming more and more relaxed.
On this new moon in Virgo, we honor the goddess within, feeling a connection to the part of you that is a healer, that is highly intuitive, nurturing, and organized. This is a piece of your true nature, and you are able to easily tap into this energy. Repeat the following statements after me, either out loud or in your mind. I am confident about the decisions that I make. recognize the healing power within me. I trust that the divine is helping me create my ideal life.
I witness the goddess within me. And now we offer gratitude to our divine team for helping us integrate the power of those intentions into reality. We are grateful for this special time during the new moon in Virgo to seek introspection, find clarity, and plant new seeds of intention for our future. At this time, gradually begin to come back into your body Gently move your fingers and your toes and slowly open your eyes. I hope you found information, clarity, or inspiration that you'll take with you today and use in your everyday life. If you enjoy my show, the biggest compliment you could give would be sharing it with your friends, subscribing, rating, and reviewing it on whatever device you use to listen. Visit me at thesoulrisingpodcast.com or at the underscore soul rising podcast on Instagram and Facebook. A huge thank you to Purple Planet for the music used in this episode. See you next time.